Hey guys, it's Jack and Miles. Uh, just checking in to let you know what you're about to hear. Not a standard episode of the show. These are our uh, year-end, uh, year-end review and holiday-themed episodes. So if you're new to the show, uh, you know you can check back in the catalog uh, for what the normal episodes sound like, uh, and you can listen to this for our thoughts on the year. Uh, and we're back beginning of January with all new episodes. And we can't wait to talk to y'all then. Bye. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this special year and episode. Episode, as we call them. Uh, I'm Jack, a.k.a. Jack O'Brien, Jack O'Brien, Jack O'Brien, all the way. Uh, nailed it. Um, even though it's after Christmas, I felt like... You know, you might still have that song stuck in your head. Yeah. Uh, and the lyrics were just too perfect to fit uh, to not do it. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Oh, thank you so much. It's, you know, it's the end of the year, so call me Old Lang Zeit. Oh, yeah, that worked. All right, there we go. Okay, okay. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Who's that? Who's that Not saying? Okay, word. okay. Oh! Uh, that is super I producer. Don't the invite to these Zoom calls out. Jack. I know, man. Sorry <laughs> about that. Uh, we are joined unexpectedly uh, oh. by Hoppin. super producer DJ Daniel. That's right. It's New Year's Eve bald drop Daniel. Hey, what? Bald uh, you know, you think your balls are going to drop this year? Uh, no, bald. Oh, bald follicle, follicular, follicular. Got it. Folliculi, follicula. That's that that you nailed it. That's the one. That's the I one. I heard you, Dan. I felt that single felt digit that haircut, Dan. I, I felt that shit through the Zoom, fam. Uh, Wait, single digit haircut meaning I have he's counting down. Number. He's saying he's got a, a single he's digit shave. number of haircuts left until <laughs> I am uh, until I'm going full head. Oh, oh, I thought you yeah. meant like when you got your haircut, there was only a single digit number of hairs. That oh, yeah. Well, cutting. I mean, that's you know, hey, we can we can go there like too. Homer, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, just the two. He's gonna be DJ Statham. And we're thrilled to be joined in our fourth seat by the hilarious, the talented super producer, Anna Hosier. That's right, Aunt DJ, Anna Titty Drop. Boom. Boom. Is that what you said? Hell yeah. I love the subreddit. Guys, it's time (laughs) to talk. So this this is like usually year end shows, we do like one for TV, one for movies. Uh, this year mm. we're just going to kind of cram them all into a broad, uh, streaming episode, mm. uh, oh. because yeah, that, that's basically how we consumed content. It was no new movies really came out, um, other than Mulan and Borat and, and Capone it was just, and King sorry, of Staten Island. My bad. <laughs> right. Palm Springs. A handful. Palm Springs. Uh, <laughs> I think it's the one that I'll actually, I forgot to think about. I, yeah, yeah the that one one's I good. I that one is good. Shout out to that one. I'll give that my underrated. Um, but yeah, it was just a, you know, a slurry, uh, a, a feeding tube of content that we were all uh, mm. hooked up to from our individual homes. I was look. I was looking at uh, the ten like most streamed new uh, shows or pieces of content from Netflix this year, and here are some that were on the list: Ratchet, Space Force, Lock and Key, oh Outer Banks, Never Have I Ever. Uh, I 
could picture like one screen cap of Outer Banks and one billboard of Space Force and and like otherwise I don't really know what oh and I guess I know what Ratchet is but wait what's it, Ratchet see yeah, I know that? I watched Space Force and I watched Outer Banks and I've never heard of the other three Ratchet is uh the the like origin old story Ratchet women yes exactly they are Ratchet <laughs> <laughs> it's um the origin story of Nurse Ratchet from the uh. You know, they bought the rights to the cuckoo universe. One flew over the cuckoo's nest universe. Oh, right, right. Building it out, baby. Um, Yeah. And that is what uh, one of our finest actors, Sarah Paulson, uh, that is what she was working on this this year. She's very nice. Is she? I just have this one memory. Uh, the one time I went to the Golden Globes with Her Majesty, Sarah Paulson pulled up to Her Majesty. She was like, I love your dress. Wow. And then Amanda Pete was like, Sarah, help me. Amanda Pete was oh, lit she up. She was vibing. <laughs> uh, but so they came washy. as like homegirls. And then like they had their own little conversation. And I was like all in the corner, but I didn't want to interrupt y'all. Like y'all know each other? And she's like, no, fool. This fool just came up to me and was talking to me. I'm like, all right, Sarah. She's really one of my favorite actors. Her her turn in, uh, I don't know why I'm talking about, like I write for variety right now. Uh, <laughs> her turn in uh, The People vs. OJ is just legendary. Ah, uh, yes, uh, yes, yes. But yeah, I feel like our, you know, like we've been talking or seeing the fragmentation of media for a while now, and it's been promised that like we're going to, there's going to be more and more subgenres and sub subgenres, and I feel like this was the year that it really hit. Like, be, like I don't know, 365 days is one of the most watched movies of the year. Uh, that that is the like soft core porn that was on Netflix. Yeah, um, barely oh, soft core. Right. I mean, like, yeah, they were walking that fine line. Uh, yeah, the hardest of softcore. A lot of oral scenes, like yeah. out of nowhere, aggressive oral action in that movie. Where yeah. I was even like, almost I mean, like I'm down for a sexy <laughs> flick, but this doesn't make sense. Yeah, to a, almost a comedic degree, where you're like, "What the fuck is happening?" Like, really on an um, huh. Yeah. Uh, did you find it okay? I know we were talking through the lens of underrated and overrated about a lot of the things throughout the year, but I feel like just when we were doing our Netflix watch roundups. It was hard for me to say something was overrated in a weird way. Like, cause I did have airplane feelings about everything where I'm like, whatever, I'm not going anywhere. What is this? I mean, my general thesis on is like all culture is more important than we think it is. And like, mm. you know, mm. like move, I talk a lot about how pow- the power of movies to control our cultural imagination and how like a lot of the myths that you end up having to debunk are just things people saw in movies because right. they like, tap right into some part of our brain that like stores memories. Um, and I think now more than ever, like the streaming content that's just being kind of dumped out there and is, you know, of varying qualities of varying genres of varying, you know, ideology is making, making up that content now more than ever. So it's, I I can't say it's underrated because it's all important. It's just or rather overrated. Or because yeah, I, I can't say it's overrated. As yeah. overrated. Now I don't know if it's overrated. I was, I was, I really am taking offense to what I'm seeing in this list. But I, but please explain why is Love Is Blind, yeah. the dating show from Netflix, that 
wasted about most of our Februaries. Yeah. Uh, tell me more. What, what, what you feeling about that? I don't know. It just didn't feel like it stuck to me that much. And I, but I'm also like not plugged into this world. So like, I, I'm not a consumer of like competitive dating reality shows. Right. So, right. Right. Like if it is influential in how people think about love, like it did introduce the phrase love is blind. So, I mean, and you're hearing yeah, that yeah. everywhere now. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It just didn't stick with me. And I, it felt like more, uh, disposable than some of the other things that like enveloped the culture dur- during this year. Mm. But yeah, I can't bring myself to think anything is bad. I think this is weird. I'm going like, to say yeah. this one is underrated now because people because the backlash has been so swift. Uh Tiger King I think is mm. at this point underrated because everyone now is like that that movie sucked like or that show sucked like it was like oh we just needed it because it was the beginning of the pandemic and I think like there's some truth to that but Carol Baskin, Joe Exotic, and that Doc dude Doc who Anton. is Doc, Doc Anton. Anton, who has his own cult, are like who was unforgettable right? characters, like unforgettable like slices of a reality that I feel like I didn't know existed, and like they were showing us these sort of makeshift makeshift slapdash cults that were forming around these people that came to define the year in politics like that's we couldn't stop seeing people just like people were desperate to belong to a group uh and tiger king i think got at that it's that like people that was one of the things that struck me the most is like the pe- the people who are just like yeah i'll i'll come be a part of your like harem i'll come be a part of your uh like animal cult where right. you like make I me sleep in a cage tigers? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it was just great. Like, I'll, I'll withstand any mistreatment. That's the thing I'm kind of into. So, yeah, guys, I'll, I'll withstand any mistreatment. Did you pull any uh, comparisons from how Nexium's kind of like volunteer workup system um, was ran compared to how the volunteer system at Carol, Carol Baskin's um, Big cat animal sanctuary, sanctuary worked? Yeah. Same concept. You have to volunteer 90 hours a day. Ooh. Um and then you still don't get paid, right? For but years. the hopes of looking better in the leader's eyes. I'm sure. Yes. That's a, yeah. I didn't concept. watch the Val, but I want to talk about the Val. Let's uh, take a quick break, and we'll come back. And we're back. And the Val was like the big one that I missed. And there was also the for the heads who were like, yeah, you think the Val is good, but there's this other one. Um, I don't think you missed it because I would argue you actively avoided it because so many people were like, yeah, you got to see this. that You chose not to watch it pretty actively, Jack. So don't say you missed it. We were screaming the vow in your face for a hot minute. My excuse to myself was like, yeah, I don't really have HBO Max. So and I turns out I did. I just hadn't like bothered to figure (laughs) out how to uh, (laughs) sign up for it. Um, Ah. Or like get it on my phone, and then once uh, I felt like I was actually missing uh, that murder on Middle Beach uh, show, I immediately figured it out. Oh so. yeah, that's the new one everyone's asking me about. I've had three different group threads be like, "Y'all watching Murder in Middle Beach?" I'm like, "What? Yeah, what? what's this? Is yeah, very, uh, very on Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A same vibe. 
is a documentary. And you're saying it's like murder on the Orient Express? You know what? Because it feels like everyone is involved. You're like, oh, wow. Is there a Poirot figure? Everyone feels like they're involved in this murder. Like, no one can even. The Poirot figure is the son of the murder victim. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. It's wild because the victim appears. The suspects. The suspects are like his dad, his aunt, his sister. sister. (laughs) Like it's all these, all these different people who he loves, but like he can't. He's like, I don't know, y'all. Like this looks weird. Uh, It's it's wow. There's so many layers to that. Like yeah, yeah. it's a lot. Wow. Okay. And anyway, we digress. And they're all they're all accusing each other. It's wild. You're just like, what? Who did it? (laughs) I need that. And he looks like Zac Efron. So what was the other vowel one that, or the other Nexium one people liked? Because seduced. seduced. So that one's done by India Oxenberg. It's really good. They go into quite a lot more detail within the actual like abuse that um, she and other women have suffered. Because wasn't the the criticism of the vowel like it was very like nebulous and abstract to start off with and then you're like wait this is bad (laughs) after you watch seduced you go oh all the people on the vow were covering their ass by putting this documentary out like they all were involved in such a dark part of it of like bringing all these people in and then like low-key kind of enabling keith ranieri by not pointing out shit that clearly shouldn't have been happening um that they were like it's almost as if they were trying to get they were trying to uh uh what is it when you go and you like confess to the penance? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's like they're trying to get that by like trying to expose this, but then you're really like, yeah, but you're not really acknowledging the level of damage you've right. created. Right, right, like, right. You right. can They're cry still, on like, screen, but you need to say exactly what you did. It's wrong. the it's the shitty boyfriend equivalent or like cult equivalent of being like, Well, I said I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> it's well, like, no, they, that's not about the words you need. I need you to acknowledge all this. You're, you're, there's a disconnect yeah. here. Yeah, they're just kind of like being like, "Can you believe this happened?" They're like, mm-hmm. "You were like, a part of it, sir." But madam. then India would be like, "Well, and then this guy, who the main guy in the other documentary, called me and like basically emotionally guilt tripped me for trying to leave and to visit my family, and he would cry on the phone. It was just like all this stuff. It's like, well, he didn't, he didn't say that. Right, 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 right. Huh. <laughs> like, wait a second. Yeah, it's, I don't know. What was everyone's favorite documentary series? Because I feel like there were a ton to watch. Last Dance, baby. Yeah, Shit, see, it's wild, Last right? Last Dance was this Last year. Dance was good. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, for me, it's between The Last Dance and I'll Be Gone in the Dark. So because, I never watched I'll Be Gone oh in the gosh. Dark. Tell me. It's like the opposite of what you were saying with like these other documentaries. Like there's not a real s- satisfying arc or ending. Like, fuck, man, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. I, I remember because and, and y'all were watching it before I started watching mm-hmm. and then I caught up basically I did the thing where I binge it all to catch up with the finale and I was thoroughly immersed and felt so invested in the story and also like the satisfaction of it coming together yeah. is also makes it deeply deeply satisfying like in the same way like the jinx like it it kind of comes it really comes together not as much as the jinx did but the jinx at least gave you something to bite into at the end the, I'll Be Gone in the Dark truly felt like a complete thing, although it's still ongoing, but it just felt very, I don't know, it, it had it all for me. But like mixed with the personal tragedy of the person who did all the work. Yeah. And like the effect it had on her to to do this at this, you know, intensity and things like that. Yeah, it's had a lot of layers. Yeah. yeah. But the last dance... Yeah taught us <laughs> the power of pettiness cr- yes exactly like the power of the destroying petty. someone in spite 
That's chill. That's some God mode shit. Yeah. That's, that's how gods God. roll that's out of spite, y'all. You, you know gotta what think mean? about it, you know? God, that was the last dance. Sometimes serious. spite is all you needed. Yeah. 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 Quite serious. Yeah, quite and literally. The amount of times I now say, and that's all I needed. Just the ammo. Yeah. Just the ammo. And the amount of times that you can use that meme of him just looking down at the iPad, just like, <laughs> right. Looking yeah. down in surprise. And it was also wild to like, realize what a dork michael jordan was like the scene, <laughs> yeah. the scene before he's going into like the flu game and he's i don't think it was actually that i think it was the oh, year after and he's like jamming out to, to that like shitty r&b and just like really wants people to like ask him what he's listening to so he's, he's like, like doing kenny the Lattimore? most yeah it was yeah, kenny, kenny Lattimore. Lattimore. Like, new kenny Lattimore. new he's kenny Lattimore. he let me uh listen to it so uh yeah you know no big deal all right, uh, and that's all I needed to never take a music recommendation from you, <laughs> Yeah, I think that also, that documentary kind of really, for me, uh, and people probably feel differently about this, kind of shed light on just the figure of Michael Jordan and, like, mm. what that name means. And then at the same time, like, you know, like, I never saw him as anything. And it was, like, the concept of, like, the OJ. Like, OJ isn't black. He's OJ. Like, I never thought about Michael Jordan as a black man having to be one of the most famous people in America. And then because he's a black man and is the one of the greatest basketball players to have ever existed, yet still being held back because he was a black man. Like, that level of respect was still a little bit, you know, less than it should have been because... Like he couldn't do anything. It's like God forbid he goes and gambles. It's like, but he's he's rich as fuck. He can gamble like that. It doesn't matter to me. But it's like no matter what he did, there was such a strong critique of everything he did. That's like we and you know the whole fuck them kids thing. It's like we were so quick to shame him for everything. And it's like I never thought about it. Like you can go to a deep remote village in some country and say Michael Jordan, and they'll be like, yes. basketball i know who you're talking about like that level of fame is i can't even wrap my mind around it like the man couldn't he would just hang out in a hotel room all day because the second he walked outside it was just like pandemonium over just his existence right fascinating i just i found that very fascinating the thing that i really liked about it is like i got to relive my childhood with adult eyes or something you know, right? Because like, yeah. I was fully, a, you know, like a twelve to fourteen year old when this is all going on, and I'm like, yeah, like I fucking love Michael, and like the worm is yeah. dope as fuck. And then you get a little distance, and then you like you read up on people, and you go through a little bit of life, and then when you see this like level of detail in that era, like it, it really gave me this really. I don't know. It's not that I really came away with it like a deeper understanding of myself, but it was interesting to experience these like new imagery that was like seminal to my like yeah. media formation perception as a kid and yeah. look at it again retrospectively with this kind of depth and it like I don't it just it was deeply satisfying and yeah. filled in a lot of blanks. Yeah. It was also, nice to like make fun of my dad again over the jazz. <laughs> just <laughs> like reliving that right. trauma he for was, him again. Hey get out your Brian Russell jersey dad <laughs> <laughs> Also, a real bad look for the Jordan ones when he wore them in his last game at MSG, oh, and it like just made his feet bleed. Feet all messed up. Uh, yeah. By the way, I got my uh, first pair of Jordan ones uh, since I was a kid uh, this year, and they are—they feel like there is no padding in them at all. No, no um, they are though. They are rough house on your feet. Yeah, there's they're no like, 
Chuck. I mean, Taylor. they say air, but like I ain't feeling that aerosol in that moment. <laughs> it's really not until like the 11s where they had Zoom Air in it, where I was like, ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was when stuff got real. Anna, you you were into well, actually, before we get to uh, DJ Daniel and Anna's top uh, streaming content of the year, let's take one more break, and we'll be right back. And we're back, and uh, DJ Daniel, yes, sir. streaming content of the year yes, for sir. you that defined uh, the year. So I, uh, as you know, <laughs> a big old, big old gamer over here. So my uh-huh. uh, trudging. Wait, oh, stop streaming! Just trying to troll Jack, it who's the gamer a, supreme uh, he, in the group. I know gamer supreme. I'm just trying to flex. Um, <laughs> you know uh, our boy my, Jack, aka Gamer Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Honestly, next thing. I, I love that Reddit. name, bro. Gamer That's supreme, him, baby. What? I went um, on Reddit and they said Daniel's never even played a game before. That's not oh, true. Shit. Don't see that. He pays an actor to stream for him. They don't know me. I uh the the biggest streaming content that I watched this year was game shows. <laughs> game shows. I, I, Is that you're oh, like lu- lumping lava? that in? You're lumping that in with your gaming being a gamer? More, more that. Sorry, my implication was that I did not watch a lot of streaming media this year. Got so it. So, like, okay. I I missed a lot of stuff. But what really did grab yeah. me was your mother's birthday. And de- still uh, breaking her heart, Dan. You yeah. have to remind me, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> she told me it was okay. That's the problem is you it. wouldn't let anyone remind you exactly. when it was her birthday. <laughs> and this is how I remind you. But anyway, yeah, yeah, more on that uh, later. Of who I really am. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the floor is lava was a hilarious, you know, first first couple steps into seeing so many shows just get rebooted match game card sharks supermarket sweep all of these shows just popping up on hulu and just allowing me that brief moment of just like escaping into joy while people participate in these extremely you know nuanced competitions yeah just dumb competitions and it was Mm. like you know it was just uh it was nice it was nice yeah so everything's like, a game like to you. I get it. Everything's uh, a game to Anna, me. Nothing's real. What, I don't even know where I am. <laughs> uh, Anna, what is your streaming content of the year? I know you've talked about some of it already, but... Um, I made a list. Yeah, you did. It's 10 pages long, so... <laughs> so tuck that. in, assholes. All I do is watch TV. Drum roll, um, I think High Fidelity on Hulu. Oh, sure. Great. Great Underrated. show. Very sad they canceled it after uh, season one. I would say uh, the the most recent season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. My mm. God. You could really feel Larry David is. He, do, he is. You can tell someone was like, Larry, we will, you know what? This season, we're not even going to watch it back. We'll just release whatever you put <laughs> yeah. in. Like, it, it was Standards just, and practices are not going to get yeah. involved one bit. <laughs> Like, just from the episode where he figured out that he can avoid Phil Rosenthal by wearing a MAGA, MAGA hat, hat, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it is the kind of dumb shit you think of where it's like, yeah, I don't know. But specifically you could do that. Phil Rosenthal. Just yeah. the idea of him being like, I cannot hear about another Everyone Loves Raymond Spinoff. Like, just yeah. like, there's another. <laughs> oh, Phil um, Rosenthal from Somebody Feed yes, Phil. Yeah. yeah. Just like, I can't. Does he just, play himself? 
Yes, he plays yeah. himself. And apparently in the show, everyone finds him so annoying because all he talks about is how everyone loves Raymond has now been like syndicated in Romania. Like it's just like never oh, ending shit. that they all hate him. Also, the bit about uh, Jeff Garland looking like Harry Wein- or Harvey, Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein Harvey and everyone just keeps so accosting good. him on the oh. street. But he's like, it happens all the time. Like he's just so used to it now. He doesn't even care. I mean, come on. Yes, yeah. it's that it's like great. W- that heavy curb take on cultural things yeah. that like we were missing for a little bit where it's yeah. like yeah what the fuck what would they do in a this like new era because of what the last season was basically starting when Harvey Weinstein the accusations started coming out in 2017 so like this new round it's like yeah a lot has happened in the world to get the Larry David take yeah. on it I will say just that that feeling of like should I be laughing at this that curb gives me is just so refreshing <laughs> Uh, okay, sorry. Let me continue with my list. Um, never have Ooh. I ever the Netflix uh, Mindy Kaling show about oh, the wow. young Indian American girl. You're really bringing um, the hidden gems, dude. That show literally. Ma- I've said this before. It made me cry because I've never felt more fucking seen on a TV show in my goddamn life. When her mom goes, "Where are all the dresses I bought you from Costco?" I almost passed away because I was like, <laughs> "That is my childhood." <laughs> My parents only would let me buy clothes from Costco. It's just so stupid and so perfectly spot on. It just makes no sense. It's just so good. (laughs) Wait, I watched this show. Oh my god! I was like, I never heard of that. This is the one where the the her dad is dead, right? Yeah, but her dad's like upset, and it's like the concept. It's narrated by a random baseball player that the dad just really liked, which is so spot on because there's just these weird American pop culture figures that you're immigrant parents like just kind of latch on to right 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 like my dad it's like the utah Iglesias. yeah utah jazz julio Iglesias. what who where yeah. did he when did he have the chance to hear about julio Iglesias? like it's just strange things like, i love but then jeff it, hornacek yeah and then it just <laughs> casually just um like overshadows your whole life so right. this interesting concepts and then just mindy kaling was able to nail it she got it made me cry yeah. over and over again still one of um, the greats Damn, see, I watched so much shit, I forgot. It's John McEnroe who, is the, who yes. does some of the narration oh, in it. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. It's just I, random. See, this is underrated how Underrated much... baseball player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of the most underrated. Yeah, I truly, I have seen too much shit that it forced a memory out. I'm like, I never heard of that. I'm like, I watched the whole thing. <laughs> it's it's great. I mean, it's also like- Yeah, it was really good. They they just nailed it. Um, Also, Last Dance is on my list. Rami- Another great show, mm. Rami, season two, the concept of wanting to hook up with your cousin because you're like, you don't know your cousin technically because you were raised in two different countries. So you like low key find them attractive and you're like, this is fucked. Up. <laughs> <laughs> but like he really explores these concepts that you deal with as immigrant children. You're just like, wait, no, that's blood. I shouldn't be vibing with them. So hard. <laughs> right. But it's like, it's you like- don't know each other. That's the weird thing. Uh, great, great content. Um, I may destroy you. Oh, oh my god, that was such a a like tears you apart in nine million directions yeah. show, which is so what's so brilliant about it because you man you feel the full spectrum of shit uh in a given episode or like yeah. one of one side and then the complete opposite in another episode. But yeah, I really I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and then I have two more. The boys. Really enjoyed the boys. Wow. On Hulu? Yes. On no on or is it Prime? Amazon. It's on Prime. On okay. Amazon. Amazon. 
Great show. Um, very dark. I love that it's just all about how like all your heroes are just evil pieces of shit. <laughs> um, Facts. Yeah, it, it was just great. And then, you know, my I think potentially one of my all time favorite shows that I really discovered this year in quarantine is what we do in the shadows. Oh, now, that's ah, a heat fucking rock right there. hit maker, baby. Got your Taika Waititi. You got Jermaine Clement up mm-hmm. there writing this mm-hmm. shit. It is so good. Kyle Newichek directing. Yeah, sure. And then, you know, like, <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> just because you work with him doesn't mean you have to be him. Oh, yeah. Like, damn, that was a weird style. <laughs> yeah. no, no, he's great. He's great. He's so joking. funny, man. That yeah. that show, uh, this is important. One of my favorite new pieces of content this year. Yeah, I know. It's hilarious. Um, I do. I do feel like they gang up on him too much. No, I'm just joking. That's like what everyone's, even their parents say that. Um, okay. But anyway, uh, what we do in the shadows, like just some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. Like, it's just such great writing. I mean, the original movie, a classic. This, the TV ver- TV show version, fuck it. They nailed it. It's just so good. Like, you got um, Kayvon Novak. He plays, uh, you know, Nandor. <laughs> Fucking Matt Berry as Laszlo. And then Natasha as Nadia. Natasha Demetriou. Um, whose uh, brother is notoriously rat face and flea bag, but as Nadia, like all of these characters, they're so fucking good. Like Nadia's just like has this weird ex boyfriend lover that gets um, uh, what is it reincarnated as a different guy every century she's alive, and so she just stalks this guy every time. And it's always just now in this ep- season, it's like just some weird bro, and she'll go and like take photos of him masturbating in his room, and he'll be like freaked out because there's like flashing bulbs outside his window because she's like floating. It's just like there's so much going on, yeah. and you really can't. Um, you you can't the level of mastery that Taika Waititi and like Jermaine Clement like these guys who created Flight of the Concords like their comedy is truly unlike anything I've ever like truly watched like the Taika Waititi movies that he makes like Boy and Hunt for the Wilder People like they're they just fucking kill it like they're some of the funniest people and I don't know if it's just maybe the New Zealand like comedy scene that they I come out of is. but they fucking it it's so funny like guillermo the fucking familiar guillermo is just <laughs> the most tortured soul they will never turn him into a vampire but he's like celebrated just as this groupie. character yeah. Yeah. shout out to new on. zealand man that like just a all-around powerhouse year for new zealand yeah oh for, for people who enjoy whenever guy montgomery is on yeah. if you enjoy guy montgomery you oh should be watching God. every single comedic thing that comes out of new zealand because like yeah. it's there i just i don't know there's like a there's like a degree of like innocent fun to the humor too that's like yes. done yeah. so fucking well it's not like cynical even though like it could be heavy comedy yeah. content uh doing the pandemic right nailing yeah. it yeah aisha yeah. from below deck is from new zealand like some of like my favorite people come from new zealand anyway the point is uh what what we do in the shadows check it out that's been anna's streaming list inconclusive if you'd like to hear more um follow me on twitter where i probably won't post more but this is a you know could be but hit her up for some discussion tv i watch a lot of tv it's all i do it's all i care about uh i also love cheer we haven't mentioned cheer yet and i do oh my cheer had us cheer had us too cheer had us 
dead to rights. Yeah. I um, had to straight bully you guys into watching that. Remember, you I was did. like, no, you have gotten hey, people people don't like Bill Bill what is his name? Belichick. Bill Belichick, yeah. yeah. People don't like Monica Aldama, okay? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> but she fucking wins. She She's fucking a fucking wins. champion. Yeah. Um, that was one of the only shows that uh, I was on before most people, and that was because you bullied me. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, that's all I, I was like, "Well, also yeah, seen we cheer. were you're still watching no, Cheer, bro." I, and Anna was doing the thing where she sends no context video clips of her being a character from a show she's watching. <laughs> yeah. And I remember when that one, she was pretending to be one of the moms of the cheer. Was like, and she is so busy. She's involved with this. And it was like, we were like, what? I remember like, what, we're what all like, we? what is this? And you're like, well, that was, and you were like, y'all need to watch cheer because it moms. is out of control. The cheer moms would be like, my daughter is so good at cheer. You know, she's very busy. Mm-hmm. She is so busy. But if you ever try and come up against my daughter, she will destroy your daughter. She like, will it cut was your that bitch level. ass daughter's Achilles tendon That's without like, fucking. No one, no <laughs> one came for your daughter. Like, right. why are you it's getting like, so aggressive? <laughs> right. The parents of that one girl who's like the Jordan of cheerleading are very. Oh yeah. Where memorable. She, he's like the parents. Are, he, the it's mom's like, That's like, my oh, career now. Actually, you got that wrong. And the dad's like, well, "Are you gonna let me finish?" And she's like, "No, because you're wrong." And it's like, I do you guys realize bickering. you're being interviewed? <laughs> no, don't care. Could not stop themselves. Gabby Butler. That was her name. Gabby Butler. Gabby Legend. Butler. Hey. Shout out to the Butler family. I think, yeah, with that, anytime you get you get keyed into like a, a subculture and like you see that there are goats in the subculture, mm-hmm. it's yeah. always amazing to think like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but everyone's like, yo, it's fucking Gabby Butler. Gabby yeah. Butler. Yeah. But then she's also Butler, just like. Building. A young teen who's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. She doesn't give a fuck. Just oh, like man. that one girl. What, what was her name? Lexi. Al- Lexi, who's just who's like. Flipping out of this like, world with her tumbling skills. Trouble. Oh, you guys want to see this flip? Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was definitely like the takeaway character that like haunts you to this day. She was I, got, yeah. like, I had to beat this girl's ass. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like I fucking hate everyone. And they're like, could you invent a new flips? flip? She's like, yeah. bet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just like, damn. Yeah. Great. Um, great show. Great all right. Show. Thank you, Anna. That was a great list of yeah, shows that I definitely did not uh, watch all of. So Yeah, I, I got 2021 set now. Yeah. So that's <laughs> a, this is actually going to be the last year in content because I'm just going to be <laughs> watching all the shit <laughs> Anna just talked about. Uh, We're going to need everyone of... to pause making extra TV movies <laughs> and stuff. Just hold off. Exactly. Oh, well, it's an exempt industry, so... <laughs> Good luck with that. Oh, uh, I have one more recommendation. This kind of came out just now, but if you want to fucking rip your fucking hair out, I recommend oh God, Industry. I... Industry is the most infuriating show you'll ever watch. It's about a bunch of young, fresh out of college kids who go to work in like the London Wall Street. It is Ugh. so, and it's so. Oh, it's about ah! finance people? Yeah. It's, it's a reality just... show? No, okay. it's not a reality show. It's it's scripted on HBO. Oh, okay. It's called Industry. It's about like cutthroat 22-year-olds. And you're like, this is evil. And it Most makes me so mad. But Succession I it for all. Zoomers? Yeah. Yeah. It okay. is. Fuck it's that. tough. Succession for Zoomers. I like that. That's funny. It's tough. Trust no one. Yeah. DTA. I already don't. Easy. Ah, uh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dan, I love how DJ hey, what Dan do you say always about your ends vulnerabilities on mic, bro. <laughs> I love how he always ends every episode with just some like real dark take. Oh yeah, man. Oh, you guys having dinner? Yeah, I guess I'll I'll warm up dinner and cry. Like, oh, uh, how'd you know? <laughs> slept for breakfast again. <laughs> oh, that's we love you, Dan. It's... I love everybody. You know what he's talking? He's just gonna go play Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, probably. He, and be like, these it. graphics, <laughs> give me a break. Give me an F&B, y'all. <laughs> oh they should have waited what? another year. What is this, a PS? Hey. Get it, because yes. it's the first one? <laughs> 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 There's no number to it. It's just a PS. <laughs> what is this, a PS? <laughs> oh, fuck. Like, no, don't hurt him, Dan. Don't hurt him. Uh, all right, guys, we're back. <sighs> Uh, tomorrow, I think we're who knows what we're doing. Uh, <laughs> okay. We'll be back with more year-end content we soon. We won't quit you though. We and will not will quit a, you. A Santa you somewhere there? Maybe you've heard it. Maybe you haven't yet. Get excited. Yeah, it that happened already. Four days ago. Yeah. Oh, then uh, but retrospectively, look back <laughs> in the look back <laughs> in the feed. Uh, all right, love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.